me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. Anxious world, what's going on? I appreciate you guys tuning in. It's episode number 23 of the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. And uh, like I always say, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me and, uh, you know, going on this journey with me. You know, this journey, you know, to, to better mental health. You know, this journey of, you know, becoming a better husband, a better father, and just a, a overall, you know, a voice in, you know, the mental health community. Um, this is my purpose, my passion, and uh, I believe it's, it's, it's needed. You know, um, it's, 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 it's something that's near and dear to my heart, and uh, I want to continue to, you know, bring these uh, amazing, inspiring you know, heartfelt stories, you know, to you guys. So you, you know, so people out there can understand what it's like to deal, to deal with, live with a mental health disorder. Um, I, I think a lot of times, you know, people don't like to talk about it. And um, my podcast is to show people it's okay to be vulnerable, open up and talk about what you're going through. So that's, that's my number one goal with this podcast. Um, so yeah, um I'm I'm overly like grateful for the people who have participated, you know, the people have who have, you know, sent me stories and stories and stories. Um I'm, I appreciate it. I I appreciate all you guys. And um tonight, um I'm gonna bring you another story. Um this story is uh, from a gentleman named Joe James, and um, the name, the, well, the title of his story is "Learn to Let the Walls Fall," and um, you will understand that title once you get into his story. Um, it all ties; he ties it all together. Um, but one thing I can say about his story that one thing that while while listening to his story, it made me think like uh, about life. Um, how overwhelming life can be for for some of us, you know, just with work and uh, you know, being a husband or being a wife, it you know, sometimes we it can get very stressful and uh be very overwhelming. And um sometimes we think that we can deal with, you know, all the, you know, the stress that comes with it. But sometimes, you know, it's just it gets the best of us. I know it gets it, it gets the best of me sometimes so you you'll you know you'll hear how he's how he you know how he dealt with his anxiety and what causes anxiety and um just how life can you know how life work you know responsibilities can just be stressful and very overwhelming so it's a it's a great inspirational story um he does a great job of describing you know talking about you know what he went through. And, um, I think a lot of people, I think his story, I think a lot of people out there will be able to relate to because, uh, yeah, life in general, just trying to hold down a full-time job and make sure, you know, everything in your life is taken care of is overwhelming and, and anxiety can, you know, put you in a bad spot and a bad place. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a story that's needed. Um, like I always say, if there's anybody out there that's willing to um, 
share their story about any mental health disorder or any mental health issue that you're you're dealing with anxiety depression ptsd manic depression it doesn't matter what you're going through because we all going through something but uh i would love to have you on the podcast i would love to share your story that's what my platform is all about you know not only being a voice but for you to have an opportunity to be a voice and have a voice also in this fight to destigmatize mental health. So you guys, you know, you help me. Help me out, man. Help me uh, you know, become a voice, help me get this message out and uh, you know, do our part to um, you know, break the stigma behind mental health because we all going through something. We just got to be able to talk about it. All right? So if it's anybody out there that's willing to share their story, email me at anxietyaboutanxiety at gmail.com. Um, or you can look me up on Facebook at anxietyaboutanxiety. Also on Instagram, also anxietyaboutanxiety. So, you know, look me up on that. You can message me or email me, however you want to do it. Or you can leave me a voicemail on here. Um I want to continue doing this, son. I I think it's it's only right to do it. It's needed. So yeah, keep rocking with your boy. And um, I think next week I'll probably do a, a podcast myself. You know, it's some things that I'm working on. It's some some subjects that I want to touch on. So I believe I'm gonna do my own podcast. I mean, my own episode. Um, I like to. Throw some of those in, you know, between, you know, individual stories. So next week, be looking forward to that. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be about, but my mind is always going. <laughs> That's my anxiety. My mind is always thinking of something. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. But uh, I appreciate the support. And uh, without further ado, I bring you the story of Joe James. Learn to let the walls fall. Anxious word, I'm out. Be blessed. Hello, Anxiety About Anxiety listeners. My name is Joe James. I stumbled upon this via some podcast forums, and right away I was interested. I feel like Anxiety About Anxiety is the perfect title. It, it really captures being stuck in a loop of fear, paranoia, depression, and it really boils down uh, what the feeling of anxiety really is. It comes down to, like, you know, the constant worry of a panic attack is in itself a panic attack. It's the, the fear that I'm going to feel anxious again. Uh, for people who have never experienced it, it's hard to explain, but I'm going to guess that most people have felt anxiety at least one point or another in their lives, but maybe they didn't address it as such. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just the worry of I have no control, and, it's, and nothing helps. <laughs> anyway, it's a shame that in our society it's looked down on especially for a man to be weak um, and to have anxiety and depression. Not that it's better for women, but there's just a stigma. Uh, you're held to a certain standard, and you have to be strong, and you're not allowed to be afraid or depressed. It's not manly. You're a pussy if you have anxiety. You just can't man up and deal with life like all the other men. It's just it's society. It's one of the very few things, in my opinion, that is both a sexist and a generational bias that really needs to be phased out. Uh, we need to encourage men and all people in general struggling with mental health 
to talk about things and seek help and not hold things in and hide feelings because dad never talked about his feelings or encouraged you to talk about yours, it's time to break that stigma and set a new platform. Anyway, basically, I went through a period of time recently where I was plagued with anxiety and completely debilitated by paranoia and depression. The only thing I was able to do was muster enough energy to show up to work, and that's about it. And honestly, that was just my dad's voice in the back of my head, like, well, you can't miss work. Work is everything. Um, I couldn't engage with people. I could barely function. Every thought at every moment was worry, panic, fear, and sadness. It was based on being overwhelmed by my home life and the fear of the unknown. But this isn't who I am. I'm the laid-back, easygoing, everything-is-gonna-be-fine guy. I put other people at ease dealing with anxiety, and I fix problems. I always have solutions. And now my biggest thought was that I can't fix this, and this is just who I am now. It was driving me crazy. It seemed like... It seemed like it all started in the early fall when my wife was in her third and well-regarded as the hardest semester in nursing school. This meant between school four days a week and work two days a week with all the studying involved in the course and taking up all our time, that weight of everything else, the house, the food, the chores, it was on me. Now, I had no problem with this initially. In fact, I felt as if I was thriving in my new role. I also had taken on a new role in my work, changing positions with more responsibility. And again, I was doing well. I thought this was good for me. I, I really saw myself changing and growing as a person. Um, but it just, I don't know, it, it kind of all piled up. But again, I mean, now this wasn't my first battle with anxiety and depression in general. But it was the scariest since paranoia was thrown on top of everything which I didn't really feel before but now I have a wife and a house to take care of I didn't have these responsibilities when I dealt with it before so you know the first few rounds I went when I had it back in my teens and 20s I had nothing to my name so therefore there was nothing to lose but now one of the main things that set off this recent struggle was we had house issues and this was new for me I was struggling to stay on top of everything from working a full-time job, working overnight in an emergency room, doing the laundry, cooking, cleaning, dishes, pets, and also any and all issues that would arise. We have two old junky cars, barely working cell phones, no health insurance. But I mean, honestly, our house was turnkey. So even though money was tight, I mean, right now we don't really have the newest and best this and that, but we do have a nice, comfortable, stable home. So I can't, you know, complain about it. Then I come home one day and I realize there's a crack in the foundation. This was something I didn't see before and it was definitely new. But I don't know what happened. It just, I mean, I noticed that the floor was slightly different and the bathroom upstairs like a little shifted. And I saw more and more cracks, little tiny cracks in the wall. And I just, I don't know, I just started to lose it. I just, it was, the house is falling apart. Uh, we're sinking into the earth, and that's it. It's impending doom. I definitely made up my own scenarios, but it was something I couldn't fix and something that would cost way too much money to fix, even if I could. This was the emergency you never want to happen, you know? At least that's what I thought. 
I was beating myself up because I thought we had just installed this whole new brand new heating system in the house, which I thought might have caused the issue because it, it's it wood pellets and waste ton. It all costs money. And here I'm thinking I made this huge mistake that I couldn't let go. And I just kept beating myself up over it. I mean, that was the origin, but really what it was, it could have been anything. But what it came down to was the first mistake I made was that I kept this to myself. Uh, I knew my wife has just so much on her, way too much on her plate with school and working. And I just was like, let me wait till the end of the semester and it's over for her to start even thinking about tackling such a huge issue. I wanted to take care of it on my own. I wanted to be the man, just like I had been taking care of everything else. The cars, the animals, the food, making sure everything was taken care of in every way. Since every waking moment of her, for her, was school or work, and she didn't have a moment of free time, how could I possibly put this on her? But even with all my chores, I still had free time. I was able to do hobbies and things that helped me cope with stress. I do yoga, and I got enough sleep. But here I am. I, I finally felt like I had met my match. I started to crumble along with what I thought the house was doing. I was going around every inch of the house, finding little cracks and little problems, looking for anything that would be an issue to solidify my paranoia. It, it, it finally got to a point where I didn't even want to go home. I, I would be at work, and I, I knew that as soon as I got home, I'd get inside, and I'd start investigating and looking for problems, and my heart rate would go up, and I'd get hot in the face, and I'd start freaking out, and my wife was at school or work, and I'm home alone, and I'm worried about the house and my inability to handle the outcome, whatever it may be. I started to think of ways out. I was like, I, I just I didn't want to deal with it. I, I just wanted to give up. And I knew, I knew I was overreacting. I knew I was being irrational. And I was aware that it was paranoia. But I couldn't stop it. I couldn't stop my emotions from overtaking me. I felt alone, isolated, tired, and most importantly, defeated. I had lost. I couldn't be Superman. I couldn't be the man of the house that held everything together. I couldn't cope with this alone. So I finally caved. And after a while of holding all this in, I broke down in front of my wife. I told her everything. I was crying. I had I had thoughts of suicide. And as crazy as it sounds, it just felt so overwhelming. I just felt like there was nothing I could do but to get out. I kept thinking about plans, driving my car into a tree and cutting my wrists in the bathtub. It was crazy talk now looking back at it, but nothing can control this impending anxiety of, you know what, I just can't take it anymore. I didn't want to die per se, but I, I didn't want to live with whatever this was, whatever this anxiety felt like. It was so overwhelming and nothing would make it go away. And I thought, this is life now. I, and I couldn't live like that. It was so the opposite of what I was. Thankfully, I told her this, all of it. I let down my guard. I decided it was okay to cry. And it was okay to have these feelings. I didn't need it to I didn't need to be a man. I needed to be taken care of. I needed my wife. I needed my best friend. I needed to be listened to. She was overwhelmed and burdened from school, but I didn't want to be a burden on top of that. But I needed to be. Of course she was amazing and, and even though she was stressed and tired and with no free time, she jumped into action. She researched a way for me to see a therapist. She arranged for a contractor to come look at the house, and she took care of me in my weakened state. I couldn't even think about dealing with talking to somebody and having them come to the house and 
solidify all my paranoias. Uh, so, I mean, she still had school and work and I didn't want to be the reason and get in the way of those things. So with that, I found a therapist through a website and I used an app called Talkspace. And, and I found it to be really a great way for someone to get some easy access to mental health. I'm not here to throw sponsors or anything. It's just the one that I used and I'm sure there's others out there. But it for me, being in a rural area and having no health insurance, it was like one of those things where I was like, well, how am I going to see a therapist? I can't afford that. But there are ways out there. There are these, you know, new kind of crowdsourced almost. Uh, it seems like kind of like the way that like Lyft and Uber work. It just, it, it feels like that. Anyway, I was able to, um, I mean, I answered a few questions. It was quick. It was easy. I answered a few quick questions and I picked a therapist and I was able to express all my stress and anxiety and just I, everything I was having. I realized the biggest thing I needed was just to be listened to. I, I was bottling it all up. I needed to get these anxious thoughts out in the open. I needed them out of my head. I needed a level-headed person to just let me know it's okay to have these thoughts. It seems so simple. It seems just like talking about things is again it's the trope it, oh talk about your feelings talk about your feelings pussy you need to keep things bottled up and you have to have a rage fit and punch through a wall like a real man uh, the anxiety about the anxiety wasn't going to go anywhere until i could share that anxiety with someone else it was the fear of the unknown whilst being alone with that fear once i shared it things started to lighten it didn't go away right away. I still suffered a great deal for a considerable time after, but slowly but surely I came out of it. We had a professional come and look at the house and let us know it was a minor, very fixable. Basically the house was settling and it wasn't as nearly as bad as I had dreamed up in my head. And my wife's semester was coming to a close, so I knew there was light at the end of the tunnel on, on you know, the chores and hope started to grab hold of me and calmed those anxieties that had so strongly taken over my brain. There were more factors involved, of course, but I mean, that's the main story. I'm happy to say that I'm back to myself. I still have tendencies to look for issues like with the house and the cars, and I see it more as, I don't know, now I see it more as being cautious, and I look at it in a way that if I can solve it, I solve it. And if I can't, I either let someone else do it or have to let it go. And those are the only options. It's not clear cut. I still get flutters of anxiety and I sure I still will. Um, but it's all a balance and it's finding that balance that's very hard, if not impossible, alone. That's the key. We can't do it alone. Everyone needs help. That's what we need to remember. Men need help. Women need help. Humans need help. It's not a matter of, oh, if you need some help, reach out. It's more like when you need help, just ask. It's someone will help you. Maybe it won't be the first person you ask, but if you surround yourself with the right people, it will be the first person you ask and the second and the third. You got to put it out there. You got to put yourself out there and we have to be there for our friends and family when they seem like they might need some help and seeking a professional is the next best step when you don't have I mean, you know, I have an amazing wife. I do, and I and I know that. And I'm one of the, I feel like, rare cases of very happily married. Um, 
but you know seek a professional professionals are just that they get paid because they are an expert in their field and we need to learn to trust that and trust people who can help when we need it most and now i'll be the first person to jump up and help others in need because i know what it's like to need help anyway thanks for listening i hope my story helps someone else reach out because we all need help and no one's alone in that thanks <laughs>